Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Ask Wardy. We're going to be talking about kefir today, specifically how long does it last? The answer is it depends. We'll get into that in just a little bit. Let me welcome you all to Ask Wardy. I am Wardy from Traditional Cooking School by Ganalfglens, and this is the weekly show. We do it live, but it's also recorded where I answer your questions about traditional cooking. And you know what? My jar is talking to me. <laughs> do you ever get that with live cultured foods where they, they start doing this little wink? And it's because there's some built-up pressure there trying to get out of the lid. So I released it. Well, I'm so thrilled that you're all joining me. If you're live on Periscope or Facebook, please do comment with your first name, where you're from, and what you're sipping on. I have plain old water today. Actually, like last week, I mentioned that I just can't get enough water. I still feel that this week. I just need to keep drinking water. Um, if you're with me live on Facebook, Millie is there live in the comments. She's going to paste links as I mention things, and if you have questions, you can post them there. Uh, no matter what, if you're listening live or later, all the transcript notes and links are ready for you at askwardy.tv. Just look for episode 60, askwardy.tv. All right, so how long does kefir last? Kefir is a wonderful culture dairy food. I actually have a previous Ask Wardy where I compare kefir and uh, yogurt and clabber. They're all homemade cultured dairy and they have different, um, different numbers of probiotics. And kefir happens to be um, the one that has the highest beneficial organisms. So it's a fantastic culture dairy to make yourself or to purchase. And Lori is asking um, this question, she says, how long can I keep homemade kefir in the fridge? Well, this is a great question. And the good news is that when you have homemade cultured dairy, or if you're purchasing it from a quality um, source, that it's actually going to last longer in your refrigerator or anywhere, really, um, than conventional dairy that you might buy. So conventional yogurt or conventional sour cream or cottage cheese or whatever. If it's homemade and cultured, um, it's going to last longer than what you buy in the store. And what I'm referring to is things you buy in the store that may have a sell-by date. Well, homemade cultured dairy is going to last longer. You're going to get a lot more mileage and lasting time. How long, though? Well, that really depends on whether you're keeping it in your um, at room temperature, in the fridge or the freezer. And Lori's asking particularly about the fridge, but I'm going to go over all the options for you. And I'm also going to go into some extra benefits you would have because um, you know what? A lot of people might toss perfectly good kefir. And so I'm going to explain some of the boundaries of how long you could actually get your kefir to last. It's probably longer than a lot of people think. You don't need to waste perfectly good kefir, so we can go over that um, as well. So Lori's question, how long can I keep homemade kefir in the fridge? You're asking just about the fridge, but I'm going to um, 
give room temp, fridge, and freezer, and the very simple guidelines. So if you walk away with nothing else, here is your short answer, Lori and anybody else. At room temperature, which is 68 to 78 degrees Fahrenheit, your kefir will be good for one to two days. And this is over and above the fermenting time. As you know, you can ferment your kefir for um, one day, two days, three days. You can do a double ferment, you know, and so you've got a matter of days, really, if you're keeping it at room temperature, because uh, the organism activity is quick at that temperature because the culture is thriving and it's eating a lot of the milk sugar and it's just really producing. And so um, you're going to end up with curds and whey sooner rather than later. So you've got a couple days at room temperature. If you put it in the fridge, which is how we typically do our kefir, um, which is 40 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit, you know, typical fridge temperatures, your kefir is going to be two to three weeks or longer. I'll explain the or longer in a bit. If you put your kefir in the freezer, you, which is zero to 25 degrees Fahrenheit, you know, freezer temperatures, some freezers are even lower. Um, like we have a chest freezer that we keep even lower because we want our uh, bulk grass-fed beef uh, purchases to last, you know, without freezer burn in a deep freeze for a long time. Um, so, but anyway, deep freeze would be, or freezer would be one to two months or longer. That's the simple answer. All this is written out for you at askwardy.tv, so just go there um, if you want to see this basic timeline. Now, you've got the short answer. It's time for me to go into the longer answer now. And the longer answer, it has to do with the or longer that I put on the fridge and freezer guidelines. This is because kefir can technically last longer than the official timelines suggest. It can last longer then um, a lot of people would want to keep it. They might open it up and say, might go like this and, ooh, that's strong. That must not be good anymore. Well, hang on there. Let's talk about that. Remember how I said that at room temperature, the kefir activity, um, the culture is really happy at room temperature. It operates at its best at that warm room temperature. So it's eating a lot of milk sugar and it's bubbly and you know it's doing really well. So you put it in the refrigerator, the kefir doesn't have the grain in it anymore, but there's still probiotics in this jar that are continuing to age and culture the milk. And they're not at their ideal room temperature, but in the fridge, they're still active even though slowed way down. So your kefir is going to continue to culture, continue to age in the refrigerator. So within the two to three weeks that everybody says that's how long your kefir lasts, that's when it still tastes tart and fresh and like a, like a sour yogurt. Beyond that, it might still be good, but it starts taking on a stronger, cheesier smell, taste. Um, and so that might... Um, that might make some people say, ooh, that's too strong, I don't want to eat that. Other people might be like, ooh, strong cheese, I love that. So it's a matter of preference. The kefir has lasted, but it's not spoiled. There's a big difference there. Now, um, a couple things that could happen in the refrigerator. It could, after several weeks, separate into curds and whey. Remember, it's still active, though it's more slowed than it is at room temperature, so it could still separate into curds and whey. It can get strong and cheesy smelling, like I said, which some people may find repulsive. Um, but as long as it doesn't smell rotten repulsive, 
there's nothing wrong with strong kefir. If you don't want to eat it plain, you can put it in smaller quantities into smoothies and salad dressings um, and other dishes where you've got, you know, either savory um, ingredients like garlic and herbs or you've got sweet that are going to balance that stronger um, odor and taste as it gets older. Does that make sense, everyone? Uh, so if your palate can stand it when it's that strong, plain, have it. If your palate can stand it when it's that strong, but you still need to work it into smoothies and dressings and such, you can still have the kefir. It is not spoiled. And that is the beauty of homemade dairy, cultured dairy. Uh, you have two to three weeks in the fridge, but you have even longer because it's just getting stronger. It's not necessarily going bad. Okay. Now, um, something to watch for is if the weeks go by and your kefir's in the fridge for weeks and weeks and weeks, um, it's getting stronger, it could get some mold on top. Now, we don't want mold throughout the jar. So if it's just on top and you can skim it away and then the rest of it smells, you know, maybe strong, but it still doesn't, it doesn't smell rotten or spoiled, then, um, you know, tread carefully, it could be okay. Um, but if your mold, if it's molded throughout, and that can happen if your jars aren't sealed tight, by the way, that is one way to make sure your kefir lasts longer is to seal them up tightly if you know you're going to be keeping it for a while in the fridge. Um, so anyway, mold can enter in the case of it not being airtight or there was, um, you know, not a clean vessel in the beginning. And so if it's just on top, skim it away. But if it's throughout, yeah, it may have gone bad at that point. So those are some things to watch for. Now, I also said or longer for the freezer because um, the freezer is basically going to stop the probiotic activity. So your kefir is not going to continue to age, but the issue with the freezer is freezer burn and nobody likes freezer burn. That can really affect the taste. Um, and, you know, just about everybody is like, ooh, that's freezer burned. Um, so it's not very pleasant. So in the case of the freezer or longer, what you're doing is trying to prevent your kefir from getting freezer burned as long as possible. And the way to do that is to double or triple bag your kefir. If you're storing it in freezer bags, you can vacuum seal your kefir. But basically, you're just prolonging that freezer burn as long as possible by keeping as much air away from your kefir as possible. So you have a few months in the freezer, but longer if you can really um, get all the air away and double or triple bag or vacuum seal your kefir. Uh, so that is the scoop on how long your kefir lasts, both the simple answer and then the explanation of or longer because you're dealing with stronger flavors in the fridge that aren't necessarily bad and you're also dealing with fending off freezer burn as long as possible in the freezer. Okay. Now, someone might ask, what about yogurt? Uh, what about clabber? What about other cultured dairy? Well, it's all very, very similar. So pretty much I follow the same rule of thumb no matter what the cultured dairy is. Um, just follow the similar timelines. Uh, if you're interested, I do have a fantastic recipe for making raw milk yogurt that is actually thick and uh, smooth and creamy. Um, and you can get that at tradcookschool.com slash free yogurt or look below the video for a link. Um, so be sure to grab that. There's a secret ingredient in there. 
It won't be secret when you check it out, but I use a secret ingredient to overcome the usual difficulty with raw milk yogurt, which is that it turns out thin and runny, but this secret ingredient keeps it thick while preserving all the wonderful benefits of raw milk. No need to pasteurize. Okay, so thanks everyone for being here. I'm going to wrap up by um, just telling you thank you. I'm so appreciative that you come out week to week. Ask Wardy happens at this same time and place every Wednesday, but I do record it both in video and podcast form. Uh, so go to askwardy.tv where I have all the links, the notes, the transcript, and the various recordings so you can check out later. This episode is 60. Uh, if you'd like to ask a question for Ask Wardy, I love questions, whether it's sourdough or fermenting or culturing dairy or pressure cooking, send them my way. You can use my handle um, and hashtag. So the hashtag is Ask, ask Wardy. The handle is at School on Twitter, or just send me an email, w-a-r-d-e-e at askwardy.tv. And that's it. I'll see you all here again next week, same time, same place. God bless you. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy. Or send an email to Wardy at AskWardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at tradcookschool on the Periscope app, or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments, and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.